Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. It's November 12th, 7 a.m. Cash Levy's comedic thoughts. Hmm. Let's see. New joke ideas. Joke number one. Most upsetting new word. Bromance or bromance? Hmm. That might need some work. Clown cars. Do they have enough seatbelts? What's up with that? Yeah, I think if I add that. What's up with that? That'll have some legs. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Joke number three idea. I saw a vegan eating animal crackers. Hypocrite? Folks, come on. Yeah, I think that might be a good one. I'm on fire this morning. Um, If the sunset were to fight the sunrise, who would win? Sunrise would kick the sunset's ass. Boom! I could close with this shit. This is good. This is good. This is good. Uh, I'm on fire right now. Uh, Foreplay. Really? Really? Yeah, that's how I should do it. Foreplay. Really? Well, that's a keeper. Now, I got to try to flesh that out more. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Foreplay. Really? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. New jokes. Oh, who's that? I wonder who that is. Hey, uh, okay, coming, coming, coming. Hey, hello. Uh, hello, I'm Pemberton Buttlesticks, and I am here. Cash. TJ, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm canvassing. This is. I, this I is. That you lived here? Yeah, this is my house. I, I. You're canvassing? Here, do you mind if I come in? No, come on in. Sorry, I'm wearing short stilts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know why you're canvassing. TJ, seriously. Why are you canvassing with stilts on, number one, at seven in the morning, number two, and number three? Well, the, the t- taller you are, the more people take you to be an authority. That's the same reason I'm wearing a top hat. But, TJ, the, the, the election was last week. What? Yeah, it was, it was last week. It was a week ago. This is... I knew... I should have set an alarm. I've said that. But, you know, these iPhones, if you turn them off, does the alarm still go on? But I can't, I can't keep the phone on all day. Yeah, I mean, I think people will understand that. Excuse. It was last week? Yeah, it was last week. They Who actually won? had an election. It was, uh, uh, it, it was Roseanne Barr. Won. She won? Yeah, she, it was a lot of write-in votes. Did anyone? No, no, no. She was on the ballot. Did yeah. anyone write in no. Pemberton and Buttlesticks? Uh, I did. 
You did? Uh, I actually uh, wrote Tiddledorf. God Bottle dang sticks. it. A lot of people call you Tiddledorf. Well, I wonder if you're any of the, I'm hoping that some well, of the listen, listeners buddy, at least wrote me in. You know what, buddy? Did this, they mention me on media I, coverage? There was, there was not a – I'll be honest. There was not a lot of talk about <gasps> your campaign. Like not a lot? Like how much? Well, there was a sort of a special interest story about a guy that showed up in the morning on stilts with a top hat. And was bothering people, but I don't know. I didn't put it together that, that was someone you. else had that idea too. I, that's the only conclusion. This is the worst of the Tuesdays. <laughs> TJ, Jesus. here's the thing. Here's the good news. You've got four years to kind of prepare, and I think we put the billboard up. No, our politics is behind me. Now I think we can get you elected. I really do. Now it's time for me to move on. I, I've got to go back to the. The modest circus that I've worked for where just slightly taller than average people on stilts. We don't have an elephant, but we have a, a dog with a an animal nose that's a trunk. <laughs> He's not really trained, but he shits a lot, and that's elephants do the same thing. <laughs> well, look, I'm glad you're here. This is so amazing. They have a clown car, but it's just a two-seater neon. Is it really? Yeah, it's just a Dodge neon coupe. Well, that's probably good. Sometimes I think it's clown only two cars, clowns. You know, I was just saying into this microphone, I... Sometimes I think clown cars don't have enough seat belts. Am I right? You should add that. Yeah, okay. that would be that could yeah. be a bit. Or for or ladies, take a break, fellas. You know what I'm talking about. I love that. I was like on that. I always tell the ladies to take a break, and then sometimes I'll turn and say, "Fellas, I'm not sure whether or not you know what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. still let the ladies take a yeah, break." Yeah, sometimes I'll just go ahead and say, "Dancing wordbird contest coming up in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you." I mean, sometimes I say that. But listen, here's the thing: you're free for four years. You're free this morning, right? You have nothing left to do. Yeah, you know, I was a, gonna canvas the rest well, listen, of Manhattan buddy, Beach, but put, Jesus. put the stilts down. Seriously, I, I have been holding them since I yeah. took them off. Here. Put the stilts down, and please take off the top hat. I can't and do that. I've could you do? I'm, but no, I'm balding severely on my forehead. Okay, leave the top hat on. But here's the thing: I would ask, as long as you're here, and I was the top the, hat it covers my entire forehead. TJ, you know that, TJ. It really goes down to my ears. It covers your forehead stash. I'll and my that. ears. Hardly are even present. <laughs> TJ, listen, buddy. You're here in my I'm wearing house. a sash that says Pemberton Battle Sticks 2012. I'm keeping that on. Look! Look at the sign. I have a sign that says uh, Pendle- Pendleton Pendleton. Uh, yeah, why is it spelled Pendleton and no, then you wrote Pemberton. Pemberton after? Why don't you just restart well, the sign? It's, it's in ca- blue fits in with my character where yeah. I say and write things wrong. Well, that's true. The first time, and then I get corrected. You're always true to yourself. Yeah, but listen, buddy, you're here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I got to be honest. I was up this morning. Did you notice I look wide awake to you? You look wide awake. Yeah, I was you're awake because I was writing. Nude. I was writing some hot, tasty jokes. Do you for always our write podcast. in the nude? I do write naked most of the time. Okay. Yeah, covered in honey. Well, I appreciate that you have honey just and a fig case. leaf just above your just in case. above your penis, not covering it, but you have a fig leaf <laughs> literally exactly the size of yeah. your penis well, just above. Bottom line, I'm sitting here writing. I'm writing some funny stuff. You're here. How about we do a cashing in with TJ Miller this morning? What do you think? What am I going to say no to that? Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, how long has it been since I've been on the program? It's it's been way too long. Ugh, and I love the program. It seems like at least a week. Can you say program or program? Hmm. Program, program program are you saying pilgrim it's like tilapia or tilapia a lot of people say things different pronounced telepathy yeah or telekinesis of the parrot <laughs> listen buddy you know what i like to start off the show with in the morning like this what is it i like triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round, round. Did I question guess it? Hello, one 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 hello question one buddy foreplay really 
I don't know. It's is that? Did you write that beforehand? <laughs> no. Is that just, I, I just off the top of your head? Top of my head. You promise? Yeah, I it's never awful. Came, I, mean, I never came is. up with that before. I'd say that's the worst <laughs> triple banger lightning round question I think I've ever heard. And I've heard other people say it. Besides, thank God you. I wasn't working on that before. Well, I was talking to a guy, uh, you know, just this crazy guy on the street, clearly a psychotic, and he says, "Is he also on stilts?" He goes, "Triple banger lightning round." I've been writing this one all week, and then he said something just almost as bad as that, but not quite. What was it? Um, what was yours again? Uh, foreplay, really? Yeah, he just said foreplay. Yeah, it's different when you say really. Uh, yeah, I do yeah. like the really. But I, I the, honed that. I honed that. I think in yeah, mind, really. In my mind, you know, eye. my favorite thing is, you know, I obviously I enjoy intercourse. I've never had it, but mm-hmm. I, I've, I when I watch it, I like it. I like heard what I see. I've heard of people. Who've a lot of people like it because it. it feels good. I like <laughs> I like it because it looks funny. Yeah, everybody think, has a different because it just it reason. looks like shit if you really think about yeah. it. It doesn't look cool. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys are just on top pumping. I mean, that's that's not cool. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, for me, foreplay is an important part of the sexual process, and I like to. Yeah, I like a, I like a little bit of like movement, to, you know, on both parts. But I like both parties to move around a but, bit. So you don't you just go around, straight for it, wiggle around a bit. No, I think foreplay is a really important way to. So yours are saying foreplay, really? Yeah, really. No, yeah. but. That was the joke that because I think foreplay is pretty serious. You do. So what makes it funny is the irony behind the really. It's good that came off the top of your yeah, head. Yeah, I know. I, I know it was disaster. Triple to banger. Have written lightning that. On, I don't want to. <laughs> to have written that would be to have just sort of given up on the idea of writing. <laughs> Let me say this. I just and I'm so sorry. I know that I'm kind of taking a while, but I do yeah. want to speak to all the ladies. Okay. All the yeah. lady well, Shout out to the ladies. I think there's about three or Fellas, four out of twelve and a half. Ladies. Fellas. Fellas, take a break. Ladies, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Ladies, let's recharge those batteries. When I started in on the foreplay section of lovemaking, I I like to slowly kiss down the woman's body, uh, circulating around her breast. Downward kiss. Never kissing on her breast, just Mm -hmm. around them in a circular fashion. Then once I've gotten all the way around like three or four times, I'll... uh, I'll make my way down to her vaginal cavity, mm-hmm. and that's where I will go to town, mm-hmm. and you'll making leave. this noise. Whoops! What came out the front? Should have come out the back. And that's your 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 way of uh, foreplay. Absolutely. Well, that's something I think a lot of women are going to look forward to. You know. Triple, Triple banger lightning round. round. Question, Question number two. Two, two. Better, f- better first date option. Better uh, option when you're taking her on a first date. Uh, fishing off the pier or taking her to the dog track? <laughs> two, two very fishing. good, two very good uh, first date Did options. Did I just say that only you would say fishing off the pier? Yeah. most people say, you want to go fishing? And then they just assume that if they said yes, then we talk about, you know, it's going to be on the pier. Yeah, obviously. No, this is a pier We're going to have our jeans rolled up and our bare feet hanging, <laughs> da- hanging and dangling from the end of the pier. <laughs> hanging and dangling. <laughs> hanging and dangling. You want to go hang and dangle Let's from hang the it pier? And dangle it. Let's hang it and dangle it. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's a good first that's line. That's a foreplay thing. That's too. a first yeah, yeah. foreplay. When you meet a girl at a bar, hey. Let's hang it and dangle it. So, but I like hang and dangle. You immediately say, you know, you would say to a woman, you go, "Hey, uh, (laughs) I know we're getting along, and we we just met here in this library, but uh, 
Would you like to go fishing off the pier with me? Well, no. I, you know, if you had said, you know, just cold, sorry. And then cold here's water a little, fishing. Here's a little taste of what you may have to come. <laughs> just just a little say, let the wind a, do its job. The, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to disembark think- and engage down the waterfront to the pier. <laughs> we will then fish. <laughs> And, hang, and dangle. We will hang and dangle. <laughs> and then we will proceed to the dog track. <laughs> well, I think dog track, right? Yeah, I think, well, I oh. think that you can do more bonding at the, well, there's more exciting at the dog track. It's a little more exciting. You think it's more conversation time when you're fishing off the pier? I think so. I think it gives you a little time to get to know her a little bit better. Well, that's the argument you against know, a movie for a first date, right? But I don't like killing an, an animal on the first date if you do happen to catch a fish. But when Luckily, I go to the dog track, I'll shoot the loser. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, so that's <laughs> so one way or another, something's dying yeah. on a first date with me. And it might yeah. be this dickhead dog downtown. <laughs> I'm talking about my D. Hit it. You heard <laughs> So you actually shoot the dog uh, after it loses, which is kind, I of, will. A double, kind of a double uh, painful thing for and the dog's owner. Not only is, do they lose the yeah. race, they then have this it's, guy with a top hat and uh, some stilts, uh, a sharpshooter, actually kill the dog. <laughs> a, sharpshooter. a sharpshooter. actually kill the dog as it walks off the track. I like to think that the, lo- the last thing that they say, the lost thing, the lost thought that they have just before they die is, oh, wait, I'm not a horse, right before I shoot him. <laughs> I yeah, I'll kill a you know, I kill the loser do and you yell out, that, right before you kill the loser, do you yell out, hang it and dangle it? <laughs> <laughs> hang it and dangle. No, I mean, you know, and part of it is because a lot of people will celebrate by shooting up into the air. Yeah. And I celebrate by shooting directly in front of me. Yeah. Well, you know, and I this shooting up in the air, I mean there's 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 Does the bullet come down? It's weird it's weird that people do that because there might be a balloonist above you or a, right. or a blimp. I mean, it seems a man on dangerous. short stilts. A man on short stilts looking above you. Look, or hovering above you, hovering. right above your head. Hovering above you, or as I call it, abovering. There could be a parrot. There could be a parrot uh, high above, soaring parrot. A soaring parrot. The kind of parrot Did it run that out would of batteries? kill. No, the, the kind of parrot that would kill. It's cash. It's saying, I have a flashlight that I always have on during. Uh, during the recordings. Yeah. And no, it's fine. It's yeah. fully charged. We're at my house. I, totally dark. We have a blackout uh, situation. It is. And the sun doesn't come blackout. up at 7 a.m. Uh, November 12th. The sun so does early. not come up. Uh, no. It doesn't down here, does it? No, it and really why doesn't. Do you, well, so let me, can we, I do yeah. want to say. Okay. I say dog track because it's more fun. There's more energy. And you, you know, think how awful and just devastating a boring conversation would be fishing on the pier. I mean, when you're fishing on the pier with somebody that you don't like, you might as well be fishing off a bridge because that's what you're going to want to jump off of. That's just the point, buddy. I think you go go with the fishing off the pier because there's a chance that it gets so boring you go go in the water, you go skinny dipping, or maybe you you bring a swimsuit. So when you're really bored in a conversation, you say, let's get these skivvies off and jump in. Let's get them off. Dude, it's this bog. (laughs) Let's hang it and dangle it right in the water. All right, triple banger lightning, lightning round, round question, question three. three, 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 three. Rodeo clowns. Ay, 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 Rodeo tres. clowns. Clown college dropouts or clown college valedictorians? I think it's I mean, valedictorians, but I like that well, you value valedic- valedictorians so much that you're saying valedictorians. Yeah, the value victorians. Or the valvedictorian, Valvic. which is just somebody like who's said, the best. Tilapia, tilapia. You know, it's people say things differently. You call it potato. Cash calls it tilapia. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, you know, I think, uh, I guess, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I guess a rodeo clown, it's more dangerous. I think it's a dropout. Well, I think it's a dropout. I think it's a, I think it's a dropout. Yeah. It's one of those clowns. He's getting into drugs. You yeah. know, he's doing, he's doing horn blow. That's right. You know what that is. We all have done it. None of us are proud of it. But, you know, he's doing a little bit too much horn blow on the side. And he just he, he's falling behind with his Pratt Falls. You yeah. know? Yeah, no. He's, and and his, his instructor is like, listen, clown, clown number six. Yeah. If you don't shape up, yeah. you're going rodeo style. And, and Do you want to be out there with a bull? Yeah. Distracting a bull with You're this right. bullshit. You're right. No one these says tricks, no. these little these these balloons aren't good enough for children. They're going to have to entertain a bull. I, I think. Yeah. Exactly. Your 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 giraffe just looks like a long balloon. Your giraffe you is bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Looks like a poodle took a shit. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so big of a shit that it became a cucumber. <laughs> my my bottom line is I think nobody is saying I want to be a clown in Cirque du Soleil or. Ringling Brothers or whatever, you know, the Apple Brothers. Right. Tenzin and Tenzin Circus. Right. Uh, Rackaboni Circus based out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've, you've done – it seems like you've almost – Shiver, you know me, shiver me Wimpers, a very small circus in Scottsdale, yeah, Arizona. Terrible it's Timbers. It's just one man. Terrible, terrible Timbers. Timbers. Out of, uh, uh, I believe, uh, Elko, Nevada. Yeah. Elko. <laughs> Terrible Timbers. It's ah, a smaller outfit. Uh, El- you know, Elko is a much bigger circus uh, environment than one would expect. Yes, it is. There's yeah. a real appetite for it out there in Elko. Elko. Elko, Nevada. Uh, yeah. A totally different. I'm talking about a totally different yeah. community. Yeah. We. Yeah. Ter- Terrible they Timbers. They also have a big circus there. Huge outfit. Uh, yeah, huge outfit there. Huge, huge outfit. It's so funny. Huh. I'll outfit. tell you. They'll, this circus They'll hang it and dangle extensive. it out there. I'll tell you that right now. It's extensive. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think anybody's saying I want to be in a great circus, and they go, you know what? But if that's that's just that's sort of the dream. But if I do that, then the next step is to just be play county fairs where yeah. bulls chasing yeah. me. So that's yeah. And you know, a lot of those clowns are in overalls, and I've always said I don't trust a clown in overalls. I don't, and I don't trust a mime that's not in a beret. Mm. Those yeah. are sort of my policies. I don't, I don't trust a politician with, uh, that's not on stilts wearing a top hat. Thank you. That's probably looking directly into your eyes, Mitt Romney and Roseanne Barre. <laughs> what? There's no need for the two R's. My point is, I, 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 you know, and I, I am a trained clown, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, I when you do, I, uh, I did not know that when you firmly Ooh, grip oh, my testicles. Like, like wild stuff. I, fir- <laughs> I like. Ba- I look really bad. Uh, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. Oh, oh, you. I did not know that. Ouch. Ooh, ouch. He doesn't even really it it didn't sound like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say ouch that much. Ouch. 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 I uh, did not know that. Ouch. Ooh. I, uh, uh, ooh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> it just sounds like he's sick. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who was that? Who are you trying to do? That's I love it when you're doing an impression. People are like, who are you trying to? What is that? That happens with my like Jack Nicholson. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not good. It isn't yeah. good. Yeah. Oops! What came out the front should have come out the the back. Okay, I'll be Johnny Carson responding. Yeah. Oh, ouch! I did not know that. Uh, ooh, eh, ouch. And away we go. Johnny, what I've got here, I'll be an animal trainer on the yeah. show. Johnny, what I've got here now is a parrot that, oh, oh he's choking me with his mind. <laughs> ouch. Uh, 
Ouch, I did not know okay. did not know that parents listen, were telekinetic. Listen, listen buddy, we got to move it along to triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Question, question three. 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 We're going to stick with the animal topics because um, we did the uh, foreplay question, which is animal related. <laughs> yeah, because we then, are animals in the sack, ladies. That's right. And then we had the uh, fishing turn into topic. a fucking beaver uh, badger. Clown. Yeah, we had a hybrid. That. It's we're, like we're a doing mule, an auxiliary. sterile. We're doing an auxiliary round one. Uh <laughs> Ooh, that, ouch. Uh, I, ooh, that smarts. That smarts, ooh. Okay. Who would see Steve Groves get smart? Smart. Worst job for an animal. Because now we talked about people, but worst job for an animal. Uh, a seeing eye dog mm-hmm. uh, or, a, or a, a racehorse. And think about this. Damn it. Well, you've. I, I think it. Jeez, I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess a seeing eye dog, right? That's where you're going to go. I think that job is bullshit. I know you hate that job. I think it's bullshit. Uh, the racehorse, though, you've got one. You know, it's you it's can one die. Thing, you can die, and the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you're, I mean, you hope that I'm not at a race track because a dog track, I should shoot the dog at the end. At the end of a race. A, a race, a yeah, race, horse, a horse, horse race. race. That's Sorry, a race, yeah, race. horse racing. <laughs> at the end of a race, race. I'm talking about not a race, a, a race, race. race. At the end of a race riot, at the end like of a race grab riot, a horse. I'll grab a horse and ride I'll, it in a battle. No, I will shoot shame. I will shame it. You know, and I will, I will insult it and parade it. I'll say the horse. You're, yeah. I'll, oh, you're looking real long in the mouth. Oops, that's your face. Your long, snouted face. Yeah. So people, you know, you'd rather I didn't. Certainly, you'd rather I didn't. Take a first date to a racetrack. I think, but you, if you're a seeing eye dog, you're helping the person. The person is sort of looking to you for guidance. Right. And a racetrack, you're just getting hit by a very small man who's taking out his aggression that he's so small, which is not valued in human society, but is valued in racing culture, horse racing. Right, right. Race racing. Well, listen, I, here's the thing. I think a seeing eye dog, it's just a horrible job. I, I, you're stuck to this person. You're completely, you don't get any break. You know, you don't get to run wild. You don't get to, uh, to catch a frisbee. You can't, you can't, you know, uh, catch a frisbee and have your, the, the person you you're guiding with you. person Unless can't you're, throw a frisbee? They can throw it, but they can't run and catch it at the same time. They're not fast enough. People that are eye dogs are blind people. Blind people don't run fast enough to catch a frisbee that they threw. This is the strangest prejudice. Yeah, I've ever heard. They can't throw a frisbee like thirty or forty yards and run and catch it themselves. Who would do that? Because they're not as fast as dogs. But okay, you know. Whereas the rest of us, I mean, I've seen you. I've seen you on your stilts. What's going on? I've seen you on your stilts (laughs) throw a frisbee and run and catch it with your top hat. I'm just saying that. You're stuck. You're saddled, and that's why I think PETA should probably be against seeing eye dogs. Yeah, but the dogs get pet, and they're sort of you know a racing horse. I mean, they get their oats and stuff. But I, I think the biggest thing is you know I've had to give extensive piggyback rides. Think of how co- what a cock blocking situation it is. How these dogs are cock blocked by their the people that they're leading. They can't just be you know ro- rolling off and, and hanging and dangling and having sex. <laughs> Uh, and and, four, and foreplay, foreplay, really? They can't be doing that. A dog can't fish off the pier with his date and and jump in the water and have sex with her because that would not be responsible towards the person. But meanwhile, they breed the There's, racing horses and tell them to do it with each other. 
Well, at least the racing horses have some time off where they don't have to feel guilty. Oh, I had sex and my person got hit by a train. You see yeah. what I mean? Like a seeing eye dog has to have so much conscience. I mean, yeah. you're, those dogs like, are always have having sex near the train tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to say. Or hit by, you know, a car, whatever, a milk truck. You know, oh, I, I was getting a blowjob from another dog. And unfortunately, which I chose is, the wrong time. I got, blown. I got blown. I was getting blown by another dog. A dog, unfortunately, a dog with its my paw master, on the other dog's head. Unfortunately, my master got hit with a milk truck. Okay. I which was having is, sex. Which milk isn't even delivered yeah. really anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's how awful. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I got distracted because I was having sex people style. Because that's how dogs do it. People style. Which and, is just missionary. And my master the got hit talk. with a bicycle <laughs> and is dead. And the guilt. I mean, so I just think there's too much responsibility for a dog. And I, I, I'm, I'm upset with it. I'm very upset. Okay. So uh, now let me. My case is I've given extensive piggyback rides. Yeah. I've given piggyback rides that last two, three, five hours, sometimes days at a time. I'll September, allow it, but this better be going somewhere. It is. In September 2008. I gave a five and a half day piggyback ride to a young man from Thailand who paid me $25,000. Now, a lot of people look at me and say, TJ, you know, you've got it easy. You make so much money. Yogi Bear 3D, all this stuff. It's not. Most of it is from odd jobs like extensive piggyback rides, uh, foot massage using my forehead hair, and uh, knee tickling. Which knee tickling? Like, no, knee tickling. Oh, Jesus, me what, tickling. what the fuck is so me like tickling? Eye tickle? You have an eye tickle on your phone? That's a real thing. I have an eye tickle on my iPhone. You have an eye tickle? Yeah, I have an eye tickle. Okay. In, in that four and a half day piggyback ride. It's an app. With Soon Wee. I, he was on my back for <laughs> Soon the, the entire 40. This even when we were sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. And it... By the second day, I really – it was the worst experience of my life. I mean, I was aching. He mm-hmm. was allowed to whip me with a riding crop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that – you know, because originally it was going to be 20 grand. But, I mean, you want to whip me with a riding crop for five grand, come on over. The door is open. <laughs> it's not really. Um, but it's unlocked. <laughs> the point is is that, you know, it was a terrible experience. And so for me, the idea of being a racehorse where that's your profession okay. is just taking a small man on your back who's whipping you. Versus, and I've led some people around. You know, I made, I made about five hundred dollars uh, two weeks ago, uh, acting as a seeing eye dog for a blind man, and uh, he was killed tragically when a milk truck hit a train, and he was in between the two of them, nestled in between. Nestled. Luckily, I got payment up front. Oof, feel the tenderness. Yeah. <laughs> feel so, the tenderness. <laughs> Ouch! You know, feel the tenderness. Ouch, I, uh, I, I did not know that. Uh, Rule number one. Ouch. (laughs) Rule number one. Why is this such a bad impression? Rule number three. Foreplay? (laughs) Really? (laughs) All right. Listen, buddy. Let's move it along. Let's get to the next section. I know. We we have so much fun talking as soon as we don't get to the serious stuff. Yeah, and I hope people have fun listening because – Yeah, I hope you don't think we go too off the the beaten path and get to the topics. But But if you do, what does it say about your own life that you need to have such – That your free podcast doesn't – doesn't fit into your special I think needs. You should take a look at Joan you Life. Know? I'll tell you this: there's some seeing eye dogs out there that are hanging and dangling right now, getting blown by their fellow. <laughs> They're just they've just left. I bet there's a for all the seeing eye dogs out there that are listening to the podcast, and I know that some of our listeners are seeing eye dogs. Um, that might be the half. Yeah, that's probably the half. Uh, you know, they're probably leaving their their master right now, 
And uh, there's a lot of blind people out there walking uh, aimlessly through the forest. <laughs> no. Uh, they all, they're all abandoned in the forest. Just the idea of a dog getting a blowjob, I can't stop picturing a dog and then just another dog head coming in and out of frame. It's obviously it's gross. Or, or even just having a dog. It's not, though. It seems more to me like Triumph the Insult Dog. Not that, but like it's a dog puppet because the little paw goes mm-hmm. up and down on the head and sort of strokes. Yeah. Or a I, dog I, having sex people style. It's I imagine, weird to picture. I imagine it's a collie going down on a, uh, you know, a Labrador. Okay. That's what you're picturing? Mm-hmm. I didn't even picture it. I just said it. And- Why in this podcast am I constantly revealed as having a bestiality fetish when I don't? I simply don't. It's weird things come out when we talk. But it's dogs, I don't, I don't believe you have a bestiality <laughs> fetish. I don't. So a do- you're telling me the dogs having sex people style is the two of them on top of each other facing one another? Like missionary style. Yeah. It is crazy to imagine. <laughs> Because the, they don't have the elbows for it. I think I've always said that. That should be a triple banger. What's grosser? People having sex doggy style or dogs having sex people style? Certainly people having sex doggy style. It is so gross to see just because – mostly because of the guy. Just to have a guy kneeling behind someone or standing and just not having to look at them. You're making the weirdest faces. You know you are. No? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, – I, I feel like I really yeah. lost you on that one. Yeah, no, it's just we have a backup recording here, and it just it just went off. Luckily, we have two others, so I think we're okay. Cash is pretty serious about making sure that the show you know, is recorded. The, there's a phonograph the over there that's recording. I'm we're actually recording this four different ways because that live podcast there was some problems, technical problems. We're sorry. And we about want to that. apologize. For it wasn't that, our yeah. fault. It just something you know something happened at the at the ground floor, and nothing could be done about it. But now I'm really paranoid. I have four different, and I also have someone. Uh, Typing it just in case. We have a court reporter we have in a here. Court reporter. Her name uh, is Handard. Yeah. Uh, Handard Mildred. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in, in any event, let's move along to where were you, buddy? Because I want to tell you a little bit about my week. We'll uh, get you know, into it. Let's hear it first. Listen, bud. My wife, uh, her dad had uh, some physical problems. He had to, they had to open up his uh, heart and have surgery inside oh. of his heart. It's called uh, open heart surgery. And, uh, I, you know, I never bypass. knew that. They bypass some Did things. you know that I, ne- actually... I never knew that? I thought that open heart surgery was when they open your chest, but it's when they open the heart. They actually open the heart up, and they find out what's inside. And I it, thought it was just being open and during he had, heart surgery. Yeah. it's Well, you know, he had a closed heart. Now it's open. Mm-hmm. And they, they open it up, and they bypass some things. What they do is they take some different things, and they stick them in there, uh, different types of cords or whatever. Uh, in any event, he's Cash fine. Went to medical he's school. He's fine. He's perfectly That's fine. That's good. Or else I wouldn't even health. joke about it. I the wouldn't joke about court, it. Yeah. He's great. Uh, I talked to him. He's a good guy. And uh, But my wife had to go home with no notice whatsoever because apparently you can't plan for these things. They don't. There's not like a three or four month. Like It's not like a normal surgery like on your wrist right. for the limp wristers. You know, the waitresses that, Ugh, that, uh, that need the those wrist guards. Wristers, yeah. they, they can see. They can be like, you know, their boss at uh, Hobie's, you know, Hobie's uh, breakfast shop will say, hey, your wrist is injured. Uh, you know, let's have surgery in a year or two. But with the open heart. So anyway, he's fine. But she left me with a two-year-old uh, who happens to be my son. So I had a lot of responsibility to just kind of make sure that that <laughs> Thank kinda, God you were related. Yeah, yeah, we're related. She left me with a two-year-old child. Now, I've done very little to raise him. Let's be honest. I told you at the start <laughs> that of is this true. podcasting. I-, I told you... And, and I think I've been vindicated. Let me tell you what happened when we just hung out for three days. Solid. Three days solid. You can't just, like, leave him places. He's not, he's not logical, for one thing. For example, 
uh, I said, you can have a cookie or a cupcake. Okay? Pretty clear choice, right? <laughs> he grabbed the cookie, right? Giant cookie. Midway through the cookie, still has cookie in both hands, he starts screaming, I want cupcake! <laughs> now... It's unreasonable. That's unreasonable. I'm like, you, have a, you, ha- you can't reason with him. I said, you have cookies in both hands now. You have, these are, it's a giant cookie. You're not even done with a cookie yet. You want a cupcake? And he's screaming, throwing a tantrum, now lying on the ground. What do you They're do? Very do you illogical, give him the cupcake? Very illogical did creatures. Did you give him the cupcake? No, I did not. Good. They're very illogical, illogical creatures. I made him give me a piggyback ride home. <laughs> I did. He, all of his legs are broken. Yeah. But here's the thing, TJ. Okay, so I take care of him for three days. We lived in squalor here at the house. I mean, like, there was stuff everywhere. Oh, no, um, I can see. I mean, there's yeah. about, I'd say there's about 300 empty beer bottles. Yeah, no, it was insane. And there's insane. four large pizzas that haven't just the even fellas, been opened. Right? Yeah. My wife has been the most amazing mother and friend to him. She's breastfed him uh, uh, with that, both of her breasts, person. not just the one. Oh, really? She's... Uh, She's fed him for three years. She's, she's done his diapers. I never really did any diapers before this. Not so bad, by the way. It's not a big deal. Who cares? Uh, if you, if just you baby tell them, shit. if you just tell yeah. them, don't shit or pee in the three days that she's gone. Mm-hmm. And I just said, no cupcakes unless keep it inside. Okay? Just cookies. Yeah, just cookies. Just cookies if it comes out. Yeah, yeah. That's so, a t shirt. Here's the thing. As we're driving to the airport <laughs> to pick her up yesterday, uh-huh. okay, I've only spent three days with him. She spent two years and loved him to just. To tears. He says, I, she goes, where are we going? I go, we're going to go get mommy. He's like, no, mommy, just daddy now. All it took was three days. <laughs> three days, and I'm in. And that proves my point. Why bother to be a nice parent the first three or four years? They're not going to appreciate it. They have very short attention spans. Don't bother being a great parent early on. Because they won't remember it. I'm going to swoop in at about six years. She's going to be exhausted. She's going to shot her wad. She's going to be so exhausted with this kid. I'm going to just rest. I've been resting for two, two years already. I'm going to rest for four more. When he's six, when he can start remembering things, swoop in, beep, super dad. And then I'm going to take over, and I'm yeah. going to be the superest, duperest dad in the world. I love my dad. And she's going to be all pissed off about it. Was that, was that, how did you feel when he's, she's, was it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. It has the hair You've of a him. woman. You've met yeah, him. I know, I know. And she's such a sweet uh, dog, or whatever it is. I think it's a horse. Anyway, sweetest horse you ever seen. Longest hair. Looks like Liberace fucked the concept of homosexuality. Point is. <laughs> so the point is, is that I think that uh, you know when he said that, did you? I would think that your heart sort of melted, right? Uh, I I almost turned the car around oh, and uh, oh. and just you know I was like I I love this kid but he gave me so much trouble I was ready to to turn him over again because like I said it's a waste of time at this point and I mean, do you like him like do you get along with uh, this he's, person he's fun it's it's a wonderful experience we talked about it last week I mean it's uh, no but I'm saying do you do you do you think like he's a a good person or so an far I think guy? he's a really good person so far. Um, he sounds like it's just a nightmare to have a conversation with. You know, there are times where he's just totally illogical and you can't follow his path. But I'll tell you this: he does a really good uh, Johnny Carson impression. Let me use. Ouch! Uh, I do. I did not know that. Too. Have you taught him Wild anything stuff. weird like that? Have you taught him to okay. say any bizarre yeah, no, words? He says, he says, if he wants to make you laugh, he says sushi or diet coke. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me this. And and he'll and you'll meet him. He's going to come home pretty soon. What does it sound like? Uh, it's go sushi. Diet Coke, and he knows he'll get tickled if he does that. He just cracks, <laughs> cracks you up. He'll Why did also, you choose those? Two he knows words. it's funny. I don't know how it started. The other thing he'll do, he'll, he'll, uh, my wife's name is April, 
Uh-huh. And uh, my name's Cash, by the way. And you're listening to Cashing In with TJ and Miller. you are the your prettiest lady that I've ever seen. You and your daughter. He sometimes will yell, uh, April or Cash instead of Mama and Dada. And he knows it's funny to say our names. Really? Because it's shocking to us. That's interesting. So he'll, he'll yell that at us and run away. So he's, he's got a good sense of humor. He's got to be a sharp he's kid, really a too. Well, kid. you and your wife, April. Her name yeah. is April. Yes. Uh, and you're, you are... Cash. Yes, I'm Cash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the two of you are very funny and very whip smart. I mean, I, I would say April could cut a knife with her mind. You understand what I'm saying? And actually, Cash. A knife? You said she cut the knife yeah, with yeah. her mind? Yeah, She could cut she the blade of a knife. knife in half. Does that wow. make sense? Wow. Yeah. So that's how sharp she is. And you, I've asked you what the 50 states were, and you at least have said, I know what states are. Mm-hmm. So I think you it's guys, start. this is going to be a smart kid. It's a start. It's a lot of fun uh, hanging out with him. I wanted to – I don't know – Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Or no, you yeah. Don't want to, yeah. You don't have to answer this. Yeah. Okay. Where does masturbation fall in your life or in your schedule now having a child sort of in the house? Hmm. He's got to be gone with the, the wife? We don't have to answer that. We can move on. Uh, recently, I was in a lily pad store, <laughs> and, and I bought three new lily pads for my pond out back. <laughs> it's a funny – I love the question. Here's the thing. It's one of those questions where even though it's a podcast, it's not radio, it's not TV, you still wonder if there's a soundbite here if I even say anything. You know what I mean? You're like, someday – because I may run for office. I don't think I'm out of the running. I haven't well, said anything on this podcast. if you do, set an iPhone alarm. <laughs> Boing! Um, listen, buddy. Um, Let's move on to the next yeah, section. I, I gotta, uh, What's the next section? Where were what you? It? Well, one more. Where were you? Because I think I know where you were. Um, Colorado passed the uh, marijuana uh, law. I flew right back you know, to celebrate with everybody. And I feel like you... And I got so fucking high at the airport, I didn't even leave. I wandered <laughs> into the, the fields outside DIA. I had a conversation with that giant blue horse. He told me, he said, Blue horse, you should see a dog blow another dog. (laughs) And I said, is that a premonition of a conversation to come? (laughs) And he said, no. But, you know, he was, look, I don't think the fucking thing's a liar. You can tell from his red eyes. But I... I'm so proud of Colorado for not just for that, you know, because the marijuana thing's great, and and that isn't really about it isn't really about getting high. It's about the idea that, you know, if we if we've regulated and taxed a drug like alcohol, which is more dangerous and certainly worse for your body. Which, by the way, I'm pro alcohol. I don't. You are. You're drinking right now. I'm drinking bourbon and soda out of a flute. He's drinking, and I'm not talking about a champagne flute. I'm drinking it out of the instrument. A flute. Yeah, and it's a brass <laughs> instrument. I actually – I consider it a woodwind because I, I jam a reed in it before I play. But I've been drinking bourbon and soda out of a flute. And, uh, but I, I think it's more about – marijuana does not need to be illegal. There's just no reason for it. And so I'm proud of Colorado for being progressive enough to do that. I'm proud of Denver for taking over – Denver and Boulder and you know the, the greater Denver area for taking over to, to make Colorado a blue state. And for having that presence. And then I'm also most proud, more proud of marijuana because congratulations and that's great, but it was going to happen one way or another. And I'm glad Colorado led the charge with, I think, Washington. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm thought- proud of Colorado for passing uh, two uh, school, two education bonds, which increased their taxes. You know, almost never do people mm-hmm. vote to increase their taxes. That's true. And Colorado did to try and 
benefit by millions and millions of dollars the Denver Public Schools. And I've, I've for a long time gone back. I and went, you're, you're proof of what can happen if, if people didn't have good schools. Yeah, you, you, know, can, they, you can just they, be a, you, a, 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 a brass instrument insanity. alcoholic yeah. who shoots dogs. If they lose a dog race, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I am not that? an example. Who, who, ta- I, who talks to and the I, horse after they lose and 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 basically berates the, berates the horse? Uh, just, you're that kind of guy. Now, if you had had a better education, you might. I have, would be a better person. Yeah, and, and Colorado's really recognized that. But that's exciting, and they they really they're really 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 it's really cool that they said education is important enough in Colorado that we're willing to pay a little extra, and that's what everybody should be doing. And so that's what I'm most proud of. I thought, and I, I went back. I think you know this, but I, I went, I've, got, I've done several benefits. I did a benefit yeah. for the Inglewood Public Schools bond. And then just recently I did a benefit for this bond for Yes on 3A and 3B for Denver Public Schools because that's sort of where I went to East High off Colfax. And, and you know, I, I just I, – I think it's – it's a big deal to me. So I and they they were so nice to bring me out there. But I always I perform for free, and we charge a premium price, and we raised a lot of money for those two issues. And the fact that those two props pass for DPS is that's the best thing ever. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to let kids get high, but it's quite another to educate them beforehand. This is one thing. <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree. Ever that's since a good this morning. Point. I. This is one thing that I like about the podcast because, uh, you know, when people see your stand-up and you're, you know, I don't know, uh, masturbating into a watermelon or whatever it is you do on stage, well, they I don't do get that. to know. I do that, but get... also I have a music. I have a couple of music Right, albums. you have a music cue, too, and some music albums where you're singing about masturbating it's into true, a watermelon. true. I do have a music cue. Um, I always make a point of that. And you have a cue I say, inside. Yeah, I don't just masturbate into a watermelon. There's a music cue. There's a cue that sets it up. Right. It's uh, Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. And then you actually. And then halfway through. I sort of I push the watermelon all the way against my pelvis, and I look the audience in the eyes and yeah. I say, "Now you can stop believing." Yeah, and and by the way, that's that's what they call. We've already uh, phrased that's what they call the uh, uh, the liquid dick. That's what they call the yeah. the feeling that one's penis has more liquid in it than the tomato it was pulled out mm-hmm. of. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's from the uh, catchphrases dot. Uh, and that's a story. I don't, if you're just but, catching up now, yeah, I did. I was told by a, a good friend of mine. Uh, in in high school, Justin Green, that to have sex with a tomato was to to really feel what it was sure. like to have sex with a woman. I think he was just toying with me and teasing me, which uh, he's a great guy, so I was fine with it. But when I did put my penis in the tomato, it's called tomato style. Well, he yeah. hadn't, yeah, he hadn't told me that you should use an unrefrigerated tomato, so it was extremely cold, unlike a woman's vagina, and there were seeds in there. Yeah, uh, which... actually, like many vaginas. Yeah, yeah. How else do you? Well, Plant here's, a country, here, but here's here's what I was trying to say though, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I I wanted to I was trying to take this in a tiny bit of a serious direction just to let you know this is what I like about the podcast because although you have a lot of jokes and a lot of uh, different stuff in your career that 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 is hilarious, you're actually a very uh, serious person, uh, and I think that comes through on the podcast once in a while, uh, you know, when I'm able to harness your madness and let people know that you actually care a lot about this country and, and a lot about other people. And it's cool that, that this format allows that. You know, in stand-up, sometimes it's hard uh, if you don't have a style where you're uh, Lewis Black where you're, or somebody where you're hitting a political topic almost every minute. It's hard to transition into it as a stand-up. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes I'll have in the middle of my set, I'll be like, yeah, I want to tell this story that's very important to me or serious to me. And in that format, they, it's hard for the crowd to adjust uh, after I've been 
you know, doing those other types of jokes. I think you're right. So, so it's nice that people can see this about you. And we were both very excited about the election in a lot of ways, in terms of. I think we should you know, talk about that because I do feel yeah. strongly. I actually, I'm not a political comedian. I'm not a very political person. But I feel very strongly about two things. One, urinating in an ark over a baby llama. And two, the idea that Obama represents the, the, the direction that we should be headed, even though it doesn't benefit everybody. I, I don't – you know, if a Republican is, is, is brought to office just like a Democrat, there are drawbacks. You know, there are things that Obama is doing that I do not agree with. Well, let me but just – But overall, I think it's important for us to have a face, especially now in an increasingly global society – to feel like we're a team player with the rest of the world. Well, and the bottom line is he's just done nothing. I, I, he's, yeah. he's, he's had to be the Jackie Robinson of, of politics because it, Which in is the last four so years. good that you used a, a black person. Well, to, no, because that's, that's what I'm saying is he's, he's, Jackie Robinson had to be so careful not to do anything that would be, uh, you know, that would set anything back you know, politically or, or, or sports-wise or race-wise. I'm right. saying he's had to be perfect. And in four years, whether you agree with what he does or not, there's been no major gap. There's been no major like, wow, I can't believe that guy fucked up so badly. And that's nice to have somebody smart enough to avoid those pitfalls. Uh, that's number one. But here's the no, thing you're I right. want to say. I, I, I I'm just, and it's nice to have a, 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 a president that you don't feel very ashamed, you don't feel ashamed of uh, worldwide. And, and, but here's the yeah. thing. Whether you didn't, if, you, if you're listening right now, you're getting pissed off. You're like, I, I didn't vote for him. I didn't want to hear politics on this podcast. That's cool, and I understand it. And I would say to you um, – there's a lot of it's weird. There's a lot of sky is falling on the right uh, right now, and to me, I, I would I don't feel like it's the sky is falling. I'll tell you why. It was a, if you take sports analogy, it was a two to nothing loss or a one nothing loss. It wasn't really a huge loss to a point where they're like, oh, we have to restructure the entire party, et cetera. No, the Republican Party is one candidate away from from getting. Uh, uh, they're a Hispanic, a Hispanic candidate who's a little bit more moderate away from getting the presidency back in the next election. To be it's sure, not, it's a bi- it's not, it's, it's, the country it's, is it's still, split. It's still split. Right. It's still split. This was not. This is not the sky is falling. Our political system doesn't work. I, and, and I know you might be thinking if you voted for Romney, he's an asshole. He he, he doesn't get it. You know, th- this is a disaster. No. We, you know, we kind of go back and forth as a country, and that's why this system seems to work. We go back and forth because most people are moderates. I mean, the, it was very split. It was not a huge loss. I, I think well, everyone should have hope that this system still works. I don't think there yeah. should be any kind of revolt or anything because you're dissatisfied with this particular president. Well, you're gonna, right. They're uh, going to have their candidate, and who's going to be next to the Republican or the Democratic candidate next? Is, well, we the don't Republicans know. need to become more moderate, and they realize that being sort of more extremist didn't work. This time. And I think what you need to understand is if you voted for Romney, if you're a Catholic listening to the podcast, whatever, if you, you know, if you're, if the biggest issue for you is taxes, you know, it, it, I, we're really not arguing with you. I'm not saying you did, you you were wrong to vote for Romney. Just like I can't walk up to a guy in a no fear t shirt and shell necklace at a club and say, you're wrong to say that you're going to street bang some whore tonight. You know, that's you're just a different person than I am. You see the world differently. There's nothing wrong with going to the four floors of horrors. Nothing wrong. Or the three levels of Neville's. <laughs> about a hundred guys in there all named Neville by birth. <laughs> and change those names down to birth certificate. <laughs> you can see it on the front desk. 
Nothing wrong with it. Nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with a dog having sex people style. Sure. Nothing wrong with it. You know, we should all try something. Different but strokes for different paws. My, my biggest thing, even bigger than, you know, I, I'm pro-education, I'm military, all those things. The thing that really sweeps all that aside is that when you're a guy that no shoots country, dogs, you're pro. Uh, I mean, I mean let's I you're, kill, you're total pro NRA, uh, gun toting liberal. I, I'm so confused <laughs> that I I talk about toting a gun to a dog track, but I also can't stop imagining dogs giving one another blowjobs. Think how confusing <laughs> that is. My biggest my biggest thing is I really I feel like for me the biggest thing is no country is healthy. Or safe from a revolt if there is a very small upper class and a huge lower class and not a strong middle class. <laughs> and I've, we've been hearing that since I was growing up. You heard it before that. Uh, in many ways, it was FDR's reaction to the Great Depression. It, it's, it is important. It's important to have people that are living well you know, that most people should be living well. Not maybe they could be living better. They certainly could be living worse. But most people should be living well in a country. And decisions should be made around the middle class. Not around, And I'm, you know, I'm speaking from a person who made $125,000 last year just off of extensive piggyback rides, of giving piggyback rides to different people. So for me, voting for Romney would have been the right choice. It would have saved thousands of dollars. It would have been taxed from this extensive piggyback rides. I'm serious, and that's a 1099. I am an independent contractor with that, and I do. I report all my income. I think that's important. But as, as a member a of the upper you, class, it's, it's, it's a, not just it's a, a passion. It's, it's a it's passion. A hobby. It's a, it's a labor of love. It is a labor of love. It is a dog blow job on a Sunday afternoon. It to me, it is that, and that's the most important thing. Is I don't want there to be, and if if Romney doesn't, he's just not representative of the country. The people that you, this is what you said. The people waiting for him to announce his presidency or his uh, uh, his concession speech. Right. You looked out into the crowd and you saw hundred percent uh, uh, white older people. Which, if you're 100% old whitey, pretty much fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but but then you looked at the Obama uh, group, and uh, they were all cheering, and it was it was a complete uh, cross section of, of America, and that's how how we. And, and here's the thing: you you always want to give the underdog a leg up if you're going to err. You want to err on the side of uh, giving people a chance because that's what our country was 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 based on. So, I, but I still think all I'm saying is if you are disheartened right now. Uh, although I was happy with the result, um, I, I think the process still works. It's still going to be okay. It certainly works. And here, okay. here's the other question: so I know is, people are upset on the other side. Yeah, but they should. A- here's what they should feel: instead of feeling upset, which we were all really upset on the Democratic side when George W. Bush was elected for a second term after the number of gaffes that he had made. Mm-hmm. But instead of being upset, and this is a good advice in a person's life in general, instead of being upset by by the outcome, they should really take this as a time for self-reflection. And the New York Times did a great article on this, but it's true. It's like when you don't win, rather than getting angry and being a poor sport about it, you should really – Get even. Shoot a dog. No. No, I'm joking. Certainly, certainly, certainly (laughs) berate a horse, but don't shoot a dog. I mean, you know, look look to yourself, become introspective, and they need to look at themselves as a party and say – 
the reason that we lost control of the Senate is because several of our people were talking about legitimate rape and the body shutting. Not just good. Yeah, crazy not good. shit. God shutting down. Or it's God willing rape. God on willing people. rape is eh, getting so a little crazy. Getting insane. a little extreme. Getting a little extreme. And when it's either so, party it goes, is so yeah. white. It's when, just when it's either, become Mitt Romney looks so white. Yeah, it's become so white, and that's not the country anymore. If you're yeah. if on the news they're saying, well, Obama really did it with the Hispanic voters. It's like no joke because that's the the, the minorities are quickly becoming less of minorities and more of a vocal majority. And this and it's really really frustrating that the Republican Party is not getting on track with that. And if they don't. Then unfortunately, as they die, because many of you know the GOP supporters are elderly white people, as they die, their party will have no chance. And I don't want – the difference between me and most liberals or Democrats in California is I don't want to eliminate the other party. I don't think they're well, stupid. there's one other difference. There, there is. You have a penis that's like uh, two tickets to an Allman Brothers concert. You better be on mushrooms <laughs> or it will feel like a real waste of time. <laughs> I I feel like I want there to be two parties, but I want me and everybody else in America to be making a decision between who they're going to vote for, not saying, I hope the other guy doesn't mm-hmm. win. That's what America used to be. It used to be, here are two ideologies that are in some ways radically different, in some ways converging. And the bottom line is... Do you want to vote for these values or these values? And they're not on opposite ends of the spectrum. They're just two sides of that moderate, as you said, viewpoint. And that's – I would like to be a guy who can vote Republican. My father has said that. He voted for Obama, which is pretty unprecedented with him because he just does not agree with any of those economic policies. But Well, and he hates people with big ears because uh, you yeah. have such tiny – Well, our family has tiny ears. Tiny ears. Yeah, small ears. Listen, buddy. Let's move it along okay. to practical living but in the modern you, can, age. But can we say that real quick? I want to go to practical living okay. in the modern age. But can we both agree? It's like I would like to have a discussion with you saying who are you voting for? And instead of it being, oh, I hope Romney doesn't win, which is what right. we're talking about, I would like to talk to you and say – you know, I've been thinking about voting for this Republican candidate because although he doesn't believe in these things, these are really strong things that he's thinking about for the country. Well, I think there's two facts. I think that could have happened if Romney had just been the guy that he was in, uh, uh, you know, uh, early, you know, 10 years ago. It's tough, I mean, it's tough though, man. I think he's he a Mormon. So far, well, he tacked so far right. Uh, to to appeal to the Republican Party, the the, the zealots in the Republican Party, yeah. that he then couldn't really realistically get back to where he might actually be. It was so close. I think if he what, was what actually, was, how close was the election? It was still pretty close. I mean, uh, all I'm saying is, if he could have just been the guy that he actually is, he had to please those those wing nuts. Uh, on the on the far far extreme reaches of the party, yeah, and that that's it was hard for him to go just, all the way back. So it's not, it's not I actually think him personally. Pro- I don't think he's really that bad of a guy. I think he had to make a deal with the devil um, in terms of some of the extreme religious right. Um, I, I'm but, okay with him. I just his hair. I just cannot stand. I mean, he he had the worst hair I've ever seen on any president <laughs> presidential candidate. You think so? Oh yeah. Huh? I can't. I have to think about that. His hair. His hair was more conservative than he was. Yeah, he, I'm still he, he looking a, for a, no forehead beard. I'm still looking bald for, as a baby. I'm still looking for a bald president. 
I, I think that would be a bigger story at this point thing. than any other Obama's minority. almost bald. A bald and I'm not, Obama yeah. shaved his head, right? Uh, not really. No, he still no. has hair. So I'm still looking for a bald president. But let's move on to practical living in modern age because this is going to stay a little bit on politics. If you're going to lie about I'm gonna uh, say, something. I'm going to say my practical living in the modern age is don't talk about politics for too long. Yeah, and also, podcast. Don't talk to anybody about them. I said to this I girl know. the other day, I said, you know, we're in California, so I thought it was kind of a joke, the idea of voting yeah. for Romney. And I yeah. said to her, I go, oh, God, yeah, we just voted. Ugh, I mean, I, you know, Romney all the way. I don't know what these other people are thinking. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And then I thought she was joking. So I was like, I mean, you know, it makes me want, it makes me sick, these people that are voting for Obama. And she goes, me too. And then I realized she was serious. And she goes, Do you, did you really vote for Romney? And I was trapped. Yeah. So I said, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she goes, yeah, I mean, I'm voting for jobs. And that was interesting to me. Right. And it's, usually it's that, a point. Don't, don't make a joke about politics. You don't need to talk about politics a lot. It's pretty boring and it usually won't get you anywhere. But also that it does. It works. You know, she had boiled down the whole thing to Obama is not jobs and Romney is. And that's wrong. That's not, it's not wrong of her. It's just wrong. You can't. It's not that one-sided. I mean, it's like my mother said to me, well, I can't, in a right mind, vote for Romney because he doesn't think women should have the right to choose the issues about their own body. But it isn't just that. I mean, that's certainly one of the most important issues for me But I, because I am a woman, and this is my body. Yeah, which makes things pretty confusing. And when, when, when the noise comes out the front that should have come out the back, <laughs> you know, that's when I have a real <laughs> snack attack. <laughs> Listen, buddy, we we gotta we gotta hang it and dangle it onto the next topic okay, here. We, what is it? We, uh, and, and to those of you that are you know upset with our you know we, we don't want to, we won't talk too much politics, but we we it's like to get serious. Interesting you apologize so much on your I own know, show. I know. I mean, talk about it's a, a free podcast. We have twelve and a half listeners. I'm afraid that like eight yeah, of them are lose, Republicans. Are like screwed, these yeah. fucking assholes? I can't believe they're wasting our time with this. One thing that happened in the election, this is a practical living of modern age uh, that I wanted to talk about. If you're going to lie, don't lie about factual things that can be checked. This Ryan Feller, you know, he, he lied about his uh, marathon time. And it, you know, and it and that's checkable. It reminded me of the time I actually lied. Oh, he did? I didn't yeah, know this. He lied about his marathon time. And uh, I think he lied by quite a bit. Uh, it wasn't like a couple seconds or a few minutes. It was quite a bit. Uh, the, the, he, it was a couple of days. I think he claimed... He had said that he'd finished the yeah. marathon before it had begun. Yeah. He said that he, uh, that he actually uh, not only ran the marathon in under uh, 25 minutes, which, which is unprecedented to do a, a mile in under, you know, under 40 seconds. he said seconds. that he did the whole thing in a blazer. Well, not only that, he said he, he was giving piggyback rides the whole time. <laughs> so it... it uh, now, I had one big lie I just wanted to tell you about. <laughs> I got frustrated once because my birthday always fell during non-school, uh, you know, Me times. Too. So I lied about my birthday once. I was on an exchange program on a ship, and I lied about my birthday. I told everyone that it was uh, December 12th. It wasn't because I thought it was bullshit. I was like, this is bullshit. Everybody's getting to celebrate their birthdays. This is bullshit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my birthday. So my friend, uh, who was my roommate at the time, we devised a scheme to tell everyone my birthday was – and then, then it, and of course, people threw a big party for me, uh, got me a cake. Things got out of hand. People bought me gifts. Uh, somebody stood up, made a speech in the dining hall, uh, and then we partied all night long, and uh, I, I felt guilty. I woke up next morning. I told him, I'm like, look, dude, we'll take this to the grave. 
Well, t- this is this got out of hand, which is a big thing that Cash is, says, yeah. by the way. Yeah, we will take this secret to the grave, right? And uh, he's like, "Of course, man. Of course, we'll never tell anyone." So that day, uh, I was all hanging out. Everyone was reminiscing about my big party, and this girl from the registrar's office came out. This is in front of everyone, and people had given me gifts. They had written me cards. People had written songs about me. Okay? The statue had been built in my honor. It, 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 okay? was, it was as if you were a king and lyrics and poems had been written in your vision. A donkey, a donkey show had been brought out. Uh, two dogs had done it people Which, style for yeah, my pleasure. It was, the dog show wasn't a sex thing. Uh, dogs were showing each other. Two donkeys, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, there was the people drew pictures. The uh, dog ratio. I, I, they took me on an elephant ride. The ratio of dog uh, elef- fellatio. Yeah, a dog fellatio. An elephant ride had been given to me. I mean, it was insane, man. I'm just trying to tell you how exciting it was. It got out of hand. The registrar's office lady comes over and she goes, hey, you know, I just checked in the thing and, you know, your birthday's not this month. It's next month. And everyone was kind of staring at me. And I, I decided, okay, I'm going to take this bluff all the way to the wall, to the grave. So I stood up. I'm like, do you think I would lie to my friends on my oh birthday? Oh, my God. Wait, she called you out in front of everybody? Yeah, in front of everybody. She goes, do you think that I would be uh, walking around, receiving gifts, eating cake and partying last night if it wasn't my birthday? I was like, this is Bullshit. I'm going to go to my room, get my ID. I'm going to come back here, and you're, I'm going to, and you're going to be embarrassed to be alive right now. I, I didn't have that line yet. That was probably the embryonic stage. You called her a Hitler. I, 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 then, I said, then I said, I'm going to pull the Cash Levy ID card and then the Hitler card. Okay? And then the Twitler card if I need to. And I started to walk away, and my friend Tommy stood up, and he's like, if Cash says it's his birthday, it's his fucking birthday. You don't need to go do this. And everyone's like, yeah. Did you guys plan that? Yeah. Huh? No. This wasn't oh, the wow. same friend. This wasn't the same friend. Oh, that's This the wasn't best. the same friend. This is a friend who didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, you're He's a like, terrible Cash person. Cash wouldn't do that to us, which made me feel horrible. I felt like I was about to cry. Well, what were you going to do? I, I was going to walk to my room and jump off the ship. I was just not going to even ever come back. I don't know. I was going to bluff. I was going to bluff until I had to stop bluffing. I, I didn't know what to do. It gets worse. So I just he's just like, if Cash would not lie to people about this, and everyone's like, yeah, you don't have to go do that. And, and uh, so she walked away. And I sat down. I was like shaking. And then the yearbook came out. And it had our birthdays on it. What? Yeah. And I continued. What year were you? I continued the bluff. Were you a senior? I went to or all junior? my friends. Well, it was a, it was an exchange thing, but it had our birthdays on it, uh, and it had all our pictures with our you know with our our date on the bottom. And I walked around and it said, "Those fuckers at the registrar office keep fucking me." And I crossed that out and wrote my fake birthday in to everyone's yearbook. Okay, because that's how far I was going to go with it. And then I was going to take it to the grave, and my fucking friend told everyone at a reunion like five years later. Oh, you told me that. Fucking but bullshit. Here, but here's the thing. Listen, bullshit. You know what? To the grave. To the grave. I have and secrets I'm, on you. I'm taking too many things I to never the grave would have told right people you're really a woman. I've got 40, 50 things I'm taking to the grave, and most of them are yours. <laughs> but no, that's true. I mean, you know, and also, who cares? Oh, what? So your birth, if it's just once a year, you weren't going to throw two birthdays. And it's so arbitrary. You're just throwing a celebration on the day that you were born. Who cares if it's not that day, but a different day? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I tell people my birthday is every single day. Yeah, no, you should. You have 365 IDs. We talked about this. And absolutely, it's you know, go expensive. to Denny's every single day and get free food. 
because having a birthday every day, now that's a grand slam. <laughs> Pemberton Buttlesticks, 2014. Let's move it along to When's uh, the Masters. next election? Is it in 16? Pemberton Buttlesticks, 2015. Ouch. I, ooh, I, <laughs> I did not, Let's move along to Maskers, buddy. I, can't, I'm, I feel so bad we keep missing sections, but next podcast we're definitely going to take we're it to really the tweets. We're going to take sure. it to the tweets. Taking it to the Long tweets. tweets. We're going to go Maskers now and uh, just do a couple Maskers. have some great ones. Uh, Timothy James Markham uh, asks, uh, how skinny is too skinny for a grown man? Jeez, I think, you know, anything less than 140. How much do you weigh? I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a weight thing. I think that if you can see a man's Adam much, ap, Adam's yeah. apple when you're walking behind him, <laughs> you know, that's a bad sign. What about... If your body's... Yeah. You know, if your chest is concave, mm-hmm. you need to beef up a little bit. If your ribs extend beyond your nose, <laughs> if your hip bones... Have cut someone. Okay, here's something. If you if you hear someone whisper, is that a manorexic? Yeah, manorexic. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would. Say, how much do you weigh? Um, I'm about 160, but you know, yeah, I'm not I that say tall. less. I, I, I but I say less than 140. Mm. That's what I said. You know, I weigh 290 pounds, and I have since I was uh, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Mainly hair weight. It's mostly hair yeah, weight. Yeah. yeah. Not Which even when it's wet. Hard to when achieve. it's wet, it's not oh, even hair weight. It's, it's a hair albatross. When it's wet. It's they, a hair albatross. When it's wet at the public pool, they call me uh, Big Bertha the Fat Foreheaded Whale. <laughs> I don't know where it came from or why they would do that yeah. or how they all know yeah, about mainly it. Mainly hair weight. Uh, and, you know. But yeah. So I, I think if you weigh less than 140 pounds and you're, you know, you're over four foot six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you got to eat a little bit more. I'm 160 pounds. Uh, 159 of those pounds are penis weight. Yeah, oh yeah. You've That's... got the heaviest dick. It's small as hell. I mean, it's it it's about two and a half inches but wide we've talked, it's and an inch yeah. and a half long. Yeah, but it's but got it very is, heavy. It, it's yeah. dense. It's very the dense. density is very that dense. of lead. Yeah. Uh, the, the last girl that saw it, uh, the first thing she said is, "Ouch! Uh, ooh, I did not know that. Uh, ooh, ooh. Didn't know the density of that. <laughs> like, ooh. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think also if I hug you, and and my hands can go around my back, and I can shake my own hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're you're so skinny that I'm able to do something that I couldn't do even if I wasn't hugging you. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, so that's a good one, James. Uh, Timothy James Markham, thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I, I could see you doing that. You're actually wrapping your hands around twice, but but your hair, no one can even wrap uh, their hands around. No one even can wrap their mind around how heavy my hair weight is. Except for a parrot that could make it move <laughs> at its will. Chris Cooper asks, watermelons, the alpha of the melon world? Chris Cooper You've got a great name, and a great actor is named after you. Uh, there was an extension to this. Cantaloupe Honeydew, Insecure. Ooh. Mm. I, I, think, I don't think the alpha... I actually find watermelons to be pretty feminine. Just because they're so wispy, there's not... It's mostly water. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's like carrots. It's like, what the fuck? You know, I feel like... Get uh, over it, you uh, fucking weird. The fella Gallagher kind of yeah. hurt the pride of the watermelon. He certainly did. Know? And then Cantaloupe Honeydew... 
insecure? No way. See, I think the cantaloupe, maybe my hands influence this decision, but mm-hmm. I, I think cantaloupes are actually more of an alpha than honeydew or uh, or watermelon. But, of course, the, the most alpha of all the melons is uh, bear melon. The bear, honey? The bear melon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you think that's the sort of the top dog in the yeah. melon world? Yeah, don't you? Are there bear melons? I mean, this is bullshit. Would I sit here and talk about bear melons if they didn't exist? What am I, a guy who misrepresents my birth date? You know what? You know what? I'm going right now to the car <laughs> to get my bear melon. And I hope... That when I come back, you're going to be sorry. You're you're a Hitler. You're a Twitter Hitler. You know what? It's and I'm walking right now. And if there's a friend in here who wants to say <laughs> anything about it, then then speak now or forever hold your peace. But I'm walking right now to get a bear melon. Here I go. TJ, wait. You it's, don't have to do that. It's Mickey Mangan, my first fan. We trust you. You... If you say it. <laughs> Come on. You're a good Sit friend, down, but not good enough to remember what Cash said earlier. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. You're right. I left the door. <laughs> I'm glad. You know what? I'm back. See you later. Oh, I'm glad. I, oh, you're back. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I didn't even move. I just stomped my, <laughs> my feet heavily. Hey, get your stilts, your top hat, and get the hell out of my house. Really? You lied about that bear melon thing. No, I didn't. No, he didn't. I don't have to. If, if I say, as Mickey wanted to say, I think. Yeah. If I say there's a bear melon, then there's a bear melon, <laughs> and I don't have to go and get it from my car. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, listen. Thank you for coming and sitting in and doing my podcast with me again. This I want to say so thank fun. you, and I, I'm sorry that I interrupted your your Tuesday morning, but I will say, on the next ticket, I don't think I'm running, but please vote for Roseanne Barr, because it wasn't her show all about the strength of the middle class. Thank you very much. T.J. Miller, Pemberton <laughs> Battle 6, Now leaving Nerdist.com.